You're listening to Keeping It Positive, where we try to keep it positive. I love that intro so much. Um, I want to give a shout out to my friend Nadesha, who was on the podcast for quite some time over the summer. She did an amazing job on that intro. Um, things are a little bit different this week. This week we um, have been very busy. We are planning for our Warrior Bash that is happening today, as we speak probably, um, and it is to celebrate and honor all the kids who currently fight and have fought the battle of childhood cancer. Um, it's going to be a fun day full of laughs, games, food, and just so much fun um, to celebrate and honor the kids and their families. I'm so excited for it. Um, and that is why this week's episode is a little bit different. We haven't had time to get together, but I wanted to come on and personally say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a listener and thank you for tuning in every week looking for new content and new stuff. Um, this week I want to do things a little bit different and I want to do a flashback. I want to flashback to episode one where we just started and I had my co-host Diana on as the co-host and we were introducing the podcast and we had a very good topic for the first episode. So I want to flash you guys back to last year, 2018, March of 2018 where it all began. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a great episode. It's a fun episode. And it really brings us back to the reason why I still do the podcast and why, um, you know, why it all started. So I hope you guys enjoy that. And you know what? Next week we'll have a new episode with new content and it's going to be so much fun. Until next time, don't forget to keep it positive. You're listening to Keeping It Positive with Travis and Diana. This is our first podcast. Woohoo! Can you believe it? <laughs> no, I'm so excited. I know. I'm a little anxious, though, because, you know, we've never done something like this, but we've always wanted to, right? Yes. Okay. So let me give you a little backstory here. We want to bring positive change into this crazy world we live in. Um, we're going to be tackling topics like bullying, suicide, depression, anxiety, and positivity mainly positivity. What we're going to do is every week we're going to meet with you and we're going to talk about these topics. We're going to talk about a different thing, self-love. We're going to talk about every single thing out there that is challenging our teens and young adults, right? Exactly. All right. So let me give you a little backstory. My name is Travis Timmons and I am the owner and creator of a nonprofit called A Better Tomorrow Starts Today, which is a nonprofit that I, where I go and speak to different schools, churches, organizations, and pretty much anyone who wants to hear what I have to say about topics such as bullying, anxiety, and depression, and positivity. Um, and, you know, it's just to bring change. Don't you think we need change? We most certainly need change. Exactly. So... Diana, tell me a little bit about yourself before, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, I should say. Sure. Uh, my name is Diana Brundage. Um, I am a Florida native. I'm an Orlando native, and I've lived in Apopka my whole life, so I'm truly a Central Florida, true Floridian native girl. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I have four children, and I have two generations of children. So I've already raised two into adulthood, and they are 24 and 21. Wow. And then I have my little life surprises, and I have twins that just turned four on Thanksgiving Day. Okay. So I get to do it all over again. Yeah. But I think that I can bring a new, uh, 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 not a new, but a, uh, a different perspective to this podcast because I have gone through bullying and all of the things with my older kids and got them to the other side of it as adults. Yeah. 
And so I have a little bit better of an appreciation of what, you know, on a parent yeah. level. Well, definitely. And I was bullied myself. Yeah. You know, but yeah. so I think, you know, a lot of people are. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, the two of us with our life experiences, some more than others. Yeah. You have different experiences than I do. But I think that, you know, just talking about it, keeping it forefront, because it's really, really, really prevalent right now. Most definitely. So let me give you a little backstory. I am, oh, I don't want to give my age out on the radio, but I am 18 years old, soon to be 19. And I graduated from Popka High School. I lived in Apopka most of my life. Um, I was bullied through middle school and throughout high school, actually. And that goes back to my nonprofit where I go and speak. I give a backstory as to where I was bullied and I had some challenges in life and, you know, it brought me to where I am today. I wouldn't be so successful if I didn't go through those challenges. So it's just, you know, me bringing out positivity by showing that, that you can get away from that. You don't always have to be stuck in that niche in life. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause everybody can get through it. Sure. Yeah. They just need the right tools. They need everybody there, you know, cause everybody's going to have their bad days and everyone gets that. But at the end of the day, be happy, right? That's true. Okay. And I and I always I always have a saying when I'm talking to someone who's really, really upset or yeah. they're like, forget it, I'm done, or you know, yeah. make kind of statements like that. I'm like and it's such a great little saying that I have and I'm sure I didn't coin it. I'm I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I heard it from somewhere. But it just said never, you know, um, never d- make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Exactly. Yeah. So when people say, you know, talk about yeah. being suicidal or, you know, I just can't take it anymore. I'm like, don't ever do anything permanent with a temporary s- situation. Exactly. Exactly. So you ready to begin? I am. Let's so go. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a topic a week. And on every podcast, that topic will be our main focus. And then we will turn it into some positivity. We're going to start off with the quote of the week, which is really amazing. I think this is my favorite quote. I actually have it on my wall. I have a list of quotes on my wall every day that I read just to motivate me and get me up because some mornings I just do not want to get up. Um, The quote is, the man who moves a mountain must start by moving small stones by William Blake. That is amazing. It's perfect. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you can't you can't move a mountain. You can't move anything. You can't do anything huge without starting from the bottom. No, you always, you have to start small. Exactly. And, and you have you to know, start it's somewhere. Good. It's good to start somewhere. <laughs> Look at us. We're starting a podcast. I know. I'm so excited. Exactly. <laughs> so let's get into it. This topic for the week is bullying. What do you think about that? I think that um, with the current climate of the whole country, basically, at this point, um, and I'm not going political, don't worry. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> bullying is very, <clears throat> excuse me. Bullying is very, very um, prevalent. Definitely in our society. Oh yeah. Everyone is. Our country's divided. Yeah. And it's name call. I see it every day on Facebook as an adult. Yeah. On those Facebook comments. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And so you know, bringing it down to a kid level, they're you know usually the, they're bullying someone who's different. Yeah. Someone who looks different. Someone Definitely. who acts different. Who you know that's why. They do it. Yeah. And it's every day, all day, you hear these stories of these, you know, child after child, teen after teen. Yeah. Finally having enough and ending their life or 
ending other people's lives because they just can't take it anymore. So I think we have to roll back and go back to the foundation and teach these kids about bullying and how destructive it is. Yeah. And how to change the climate of children can make a change. Yeah, they can. Young people have a voice. They do. They have a better voice than we do it sometimes. They do. Yeah. And they should be heard. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when I was making, when we were talking about what we were going to talk about this week, I actually today had to take lunch to one of the kids I take care of. If you guys don't know, I take care of three kids, um, a boy and two girls are all brother and sister. Um, the oldest is the boy Gibson. He is nine years old. Avery is seven and Maris is five. And I had to take Gibson lunch today and it was just out of the blue. You know, I, it really resonated with me that this is a perfect topic topic to talk about this week because he first thing he said when he saw me was there was a kid that was smart mouthing me. So, you know, I what what do I do? He was confused. The boy was telling him all kind of things that, you know, n- nobody should hear, not even an adult. And we sat down to have lunch and the boy was staring us down. Because he knew what he had done, you know. He was scared that someone was going to say something to him. Um, right. And, you know, I, I didn't want to go up to him. But, you know, I said, Gibson, next time he says something to you, instead of, you know, not saying nothing or jumping at him, just say, you know, I don't appreciate that, but you have your own opinion. You know, that's a better way to focus it than jumping at him or just letting him do what he does because he'll just keep going. That's right. Yeah. And often confronting yeah. The bully or just shutting him down. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's that's what I taught my son. My yeah. oldest was very small yeah. and had skipped a couple grades. So he was very yeah. young. Um, and so he never quite fit in yeah, yeah. with the other boys, Makes especially sense. his age. Yeah. Because they weren't his age. Yeah. And so he really got picked on. Okay. Um, and they called him small fry, <laughs> you know, because he was really small. It seems silly. Yeah. But he'd heard it over and over and over and over and over again. And so finally I told him, I said, you know, when I said just they're not going to stop so either just you have to act like it doesn't bother you mm-hmm. even even though it it does yeah i said but just come back and say you know like something like do you think that i you know do you not know that i know <laughs> that i'm short it's really not a big deal yeah <clears throat> so he did that the next day shut him down never said See? it again he had no ammo he had nothing yeah, to exactly and then there was no confrontation yeah it was words yeah so were you ever bullied in school? I know you spoke, you said you were earlier, but let's go talk about that a little bit. I did. And what I, what I didn't realize is that I was bullied. Yeah. I always told people that I was teased unmercifully growing up. Okay. I was overweight. Yeah. So I was called fat and ugly. Okay. Um, they made fun of my clothing. We, I didn't have, we didn't come from a wealthy family. Yeah. We had enough. Yeah. But I didn't have all the name brand shoes, clothes, you know, that everybody else had. Okay. Um, and so pretty much anything they could find to pick on me about, I think. Yeah. But, um, and it was all the time. Wow. <clears throat> day in, day out, day in, day <coughs> out. And, you know, it, d- it does get to you. Yeah, it does. It does get to you. My mom would always say, you know, stick and sticks and stones may break your bones, but names, yeah. you know, words will never hurt you or names will never hurt you. And I looked at her one day and I said, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. They do hurt. Yeah, they do. And they, they leave break a lasting. You? They won't break your body, but they can break your spirit. Yeah. And you can't ever allow another human being to break your spirit. Yeah. You're handing your power over to someone else. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard as a child because they don't know that. No, we get yeah. that with years and with wisdom and yeah. with age. But they take effect to that. But it's in, in 
I try to tell other parents who, you know, I see people even on Facebook making fun of the millennials yeah. and, you know, making fun of the, you know, these kids don't know anything. They're still wet behind the ears yeah. and, you know, it's, or it's puppy love if they're devastated over a breakup. And I'm like, but in their world, that yeah. is so real. And it is the biggest thing they've got. Yeah. And their whole, um, that's, that's right there. That's their reality. Yeah. That is. And it's devastating and it's crushing and it's all those things. And you have to take them at their word and you can't minimize it because then it's almost another form of letting them down. Yeah. When you minimize it. Exactly. So you you were bullied. I was. I was. So from I think it was middle school. So like sixth grade to about 11th grade. And, um, you know, when I speak on my public speaking, I speak on that and I I tell them, you know, in sixth grade to eighth grade, I was just bullied about every little thing. It's It wasn't nothing specific, but it was every little thing. I would come to school one day with a different pair of shoes. Oh, what happened to other shoes? Did, you know, you couldn't afford them anymore? You had to return them? You know how kids make their jokes. Mm-hmm. But um, once I got into high school, I felt as though I became the bully. Mainly because, you know, whenever kids get bullied for so long, they kind of, it kind of takes them to heart and they kind of, do become a bully so they don't get bullied. It's a defense mechanism. Exactly. You're going to get them before they can get you. Exactly. Um, and that's what really stopped the bullying until I realized that I couldn't do that anymore um, because that wasn't who I was. But, you know, some people, they just need a little love, I feel like. I said, I tell Gibson today, you know, that kid's need that kid needs love. That kid needs something because right now, the way he's sitting there looking at you, you know, that's not good. It's usually the kids who act the worst that need the most love. Exactly. That's so true. Um, the Let me give you this really quick on bullying. Suicide is the third leading cause of death, specifically suicide because of bullying. So that's wow. about 4,400 deaths per year. That is a shame. It's terrible. I mean, think of the families that have been affected. Yeah. By... You know, they've lost their child forever because someone wanted to be mean yeah, and exactly. rude. I know. And, you know, it's kind of shocking to hear that number because, you know, you see suicides on the news all the time. You see deaths all the time, um, especially Apopka. Just being honest with you, Apopka, mm-hmm. I have seen a couple on the news. Um, mm-hmm. And it's pretty sad because you know these people. I've went to school with a couple of them. And, you know, it's kind of shocking you see them so happy, but... You, you can't never tell who's truly happy anymore. No, you can't because we all put on a facade. We all put on a happy face. Yeah. Someone comes up and asks you, hey, how you doing today? Yeah. Great. With yeah. a big smile. And you could literally be dying inside. Yeah. Be- I, because you people don't really want to hear your feelings. It's no, like a, it's yeah. like a turn. It's like a hello. Yeah. In hey, a way. How you doing? Yeah. And that's how text messaging goes the same way. I could text you. How are you doing? But. How do you know if you're truly asking how I'm doing or if you're just trying to get something out of me? You know, because right. um, I remember a few times back in the past few years, whenever someone would text me, I used to get to the point where I wouldn't re- reply back because I knew at the end of it, you would want something. Ah. Yeah. They So they would say, hey, how are you doing? How's school? Hey, can I borrow this? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so it would just jump from one thing to can I have something, you know? So I eventually just quit using my social media and stopped using all my text messaging for like a year because of that. Wow. Yeah. But suicide is not the cure. We can change that. 
it's definitely not the cure because can, it's a permanent solution exactly, to a temporary problem. Exactly. Um, there are so many ways to reach out, get involved. Um, one way I think off the top of my head is church. Church is an amazing way. And I'm not going to be talking much about religion. We're not going to talk about religion. But if you do believe in God or whatever you believe in, get more involved. Getting involved in something will eventually take your mind off of it. And in the end, it'll help out a lot, I believe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Most definitely. And find a trusted person. Yeah. A, A confidant. Somebody. Yeah. If it's not your mom and dad. Maybe you just really like one of your friend's parents yeah. or an older sibling or something that you feel like you could talk to. Yeah. That's really, that's one way too, because you've, you've got to get it out. Yeah. It's the wallowing in your own pain. Yeah. That causes people to end with suicide. Exactly. They just, they don't want to hurt anymore, but they have no outlet or th- some, they don't, aren't believed. Yeah. Their parents don't believe them or yeah. they say, oh, it's, you know, kids are kids. Yeah. I don't buy that line anymore. No. I really don't. It's we're far too advanced in society <coughs> and to have oh kids are going just going to be kids. Yeah. Yeah, kids are mean, but kids are also killing themselves over it. Exactly. Um and you know, we're going to be here for you guys. This podcast is recorded, but we have a way for you to reach out anonymously. It we can email us at keeping k e e p i n g it i t positive three at gmail.com that is the best way to reach us and we will give you resources we will talk you through anything we will just be there for you and it will be anonymous so you you do not have to give a name anything right absolutely just reach out yeah that's the best thing we don't know you you don't you you'll get to know us on (laughs) on our you don't know us yet yeah but on the podcast you'll get to know us that we are truly deeply caring people and i i mean i I feel very passionate about what we're doing and i know you do too definitely definitely um and you know we both have this background in bullying we both have this background with you know your kids and well i take care of kids but i also have they're still kids yeah exactly but i also have a background in psychology i have background in psychology and public speaking so you know we do know a little bit and we're here to help all the time. Send us an email. Reach out to us on Facebook. It's Travis Timmons. A Better Tomorrow starts today. Um, and, you know, we're going to be here for you. So how about we get into this bullying and see how we can make it positive? All right. Let's do it. All right. Because we are keeping it positive. We are keeping it positive. <laughs> exactly. So some things I think can help us with that is attributes. What do you think about that? I think it's great. And like self, self-affirmations. Yeah, and exactly. Just... Telling yourself, I mean, as we spoke yesterday and preparing for the podcast, um, we sometimes are our own worst enemy. We talk more negatively to ourselves than we'd ever talk to another human being. Yeah. And when people are saying mean things to you, you start to believe them. Yeah. And so if you wake up every single day, um, and I, I, this, it's very simple. It's three words. I just say, I am enough. Yeah. And your whole day starts out different. Yeah. I am enough. Yeah. Just me as a person, as a human being, I am enough. I'm enough to be loved. I'm enough to be respected. I'm enough to be taken care of. I personally am enough in Mm -hmm. this world. I actually, in the mornings and before I go to bed, I do it in the shower because it makes it easier because you don't have any. Yeah. So I always say, um, 
like say for example, I want a new car or say for example, I want to succeed at something I'm doing. I'm going to replace that with how I speak. So I'm going to do great in this podcast. We're going to have a successful podcast. My mom always told me if you say you're sick, you're going to eventually get sick. My mom always tells me that. She's like, stop That's saying correct. you're sick. You're not sick. You're going to get better even if you're sick right now. Yep. That's so, that's very, very true. It's yeah. like manifesting what you want. Exactly. It's telling, it's speaking it out and to God, to the universe, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. You know, I am so grateful. Exactly. I, if you wake up with a grateful heart, even if you're hurting because everyone was so mean to you the day before, yeah. you can just say, I am so grateful for a new day. Exactly. Because if you start with a grateful heart, it kind of sets the tone for the yeah. day. Then if someone is negative to you, you can sometimes brush it off a little yeah. bit easier. Yeah, definitely. The next thing is setting goals. I can't tell you how many goals I've set and I haven't accomplished them. But this new year, let me just tell you this really quick. This new year, before the new year, actually, in December, I had set a goal to start a podcast, start a nonprofit, and have it up and running. Well, I said I didn't want to start it until the new year. But you'd be surprised how many opportunities came my way in December. I started the nonprofit. And here we are in March. It took a little time because, you know, it takes time to get details going and get an amazing host. But, you know, it all works out. And um, by January, I was up and going with the nonprofit, had already spoken at a few schools, including Night to Shine with Tim Tebow. So, Oh, Tim Tebow. Now, that's a big name. He is. Yeah. And such a nice, kind soul. I'm telling you, I always, you know, whenever I think of how I want to you know, how I want to be, how I want to, well, of course my parents raised me amazing, I th- I think. Um, and, you know, they set standards, but Tim Tebow's like the guy you want to be. He's honestly, he's so inspiring. He's so positive. I read his book like once a year because it's amazing. He, and he is a very positive <coughs> person. Yeah. He's a, po- he, and he doesn't talk it. No. He walks he shows it. it. Yeah. I mean, he does. My mom always told me I, I, I was raised very well yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, very loving parents, mm-hmm. you know, church going. Yeah. Having a great, you know, I'm close with my brother. Yeah. We have a good family. Um, but having someone outside, you know, yeah. an outside influence. Yeah. We have a lot of negative outside influences. Oh, yeah. And when you come across a young man like Tim Tebow. Yeah. Who's in who, the eye. Who walks the walk. Yeah. He doesn't just talk the talk. Because no. people can see right through that. Yeah. Especially children. Oh, yeah. They yeah. can see right through it. You oh, think yeah. they don't. <laughs> no, yeah. But they can tell genuine from disingenuine. Yeah. Very, very easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing we want to talk about is being your own cheerleader. Absolutely. That is my main point for being positive in this topic of bullying. If you're not your own cheerleader, then who will? You can't trust people nowadays. I mean, you, you can, but you know, nowadays you need to be there for yourself because eventually you're going to be alone. And then that's when all the bullying and anxiety and depression starts up. Um, that's right. Being your own cheerleader is just amazing. Keep yourself positive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because if you, don't I mean just like in a job interview let's yeah. just say, put it to real life skills if you don't go in there and be your own cheerleader and you go in there and toot your own horn yeah no one's gonna toot it for you no exactly I mean you have to do it yourself and if you look to man if you look to our fellow man to each other to mm-hmm. your peers if you look to people as hum- to human beings for yeah. for them to um, 
take care of you, support you, not take care of you, you know what I mean, yeah. your emotional well-being is what I'm yeah. saying. If you look to other people, especially other human beings, they will fail you every time. Yeah. Because every human fails. They will, yeah. So you may put someone, your, you, not even your pastor, and I'm not knocking anyone. Yeah. Not even your parents. It's not their job to keep you happy either. Yeah. It's really no one's job. No, yeah. To keep you happy. Exactly. But I think that we expect certain people in our lives to do that. And so once you realize, listen, this is up to me. Yeah. You bring people into your life and you allow people into your life because they're going to compliment it. Yeah. Not because they are your life. Yeah. And sometimes you have to cut people out of your life. And it's not in a bad way. It's just because... You know, when people bring you down, they're going to bring you down. No, there's nothing that they can stop them because that's their goal. Right. They're toxic. Yeah, and exactly. It's, it's not, it's, it's actually setting healthy boundaries. Yeah. For yourself. For yourself. Yourself comes first. You have to put boundaries around yourself. Yeah. And before you can be, before you can make anyone happy, you have to make yourself happy. I always say that. It's a hundred percent true in every relationship, including yeah. the one with yourself. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about this article we were reading up the other day. Ah, uh, yes. This article is called Surveys Show Kids. Wait, yeah. Survey Shows Kids Want Help with Helping Others. What do you think about that? I think they do. I yeah. think kids are innately good. Yeah. And I think that kids are innately um, positive. Oh, yeah. And they're generally not prejudiced. Yeah. Because they're so young, they're it, honest. They just, if it's another kid, they see another kid, they're like, oh, there's another kid to play with. I mean, oh, they really yeah. don't care. They don't care who it is. Um, they're usually generally taught, Yeah. you know, if it's anything negative like that. But um, absolutely. Yeah. I think kids want, and they want to be good. They want to please their parents. Yeah. If you think about even a small child, they get so excited when they do something good. Because yeah. they innately want to help. And since yeah. I have four-year-olds right now, I can tell you, it, I can cook dinner and do laundry and do all those things much quicker by myself. Oh, yeah. Because when they, quote, unquote, help, yeah. it takes twice as long. Oh, but yeah. But they innately want to help. They, do. they just get so excited. Can I help? Can I help? Yeah. So I think that it's true. Definitely. And I don't think that a lot of adults give them that no, opportunity yeah. or teach they shut them, them how. Down. Or teach them how. Yeah. Teach them how to And do it's it. not a bad thing parents are doing. No. But it's just, you know, everybody's gotten so used to kids or kids. Correct. Um, you know, I love my parent, mom's family to death, but they still think of me as a child. They don't even want to hear anything I have to say when it comes to, you know, making, making decisions. Right. Um, my uncle recently passed away and my aunt, whose husband passed away, wanted me there to help her with some of the decision making. My other aunts, no, go in the living room with the kids. Oh, no. That's like being at the kids' um, table at Thanksgiving. I think I'm kind of old enough to be (laughs) wherever, you know, and I don't want to get rude, but. Yeah. Oh, I would. They would kill me forever if I was rude to them, but. So well, I no, went and, and that's good that you're not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like p- being put at the kids' table <laughs> exactly. on Thanksgiving when you're 18, 19, that's 20 so years bad. old. <laughs> that is so bad. So this article says that 77% of kids ages 9 to 11 said they have witnessed bullying. Doesn't surprise me at all. No, because I go into that school every day the kids go to, and I see it myself. And sometimes yep. I want to say something because, you know, it's like the instinct to let's stop this, but. Nowadays, you can't really talk to kids you don't know because nowadays it's so crazy. It is. Yeah. And parents get very... <laughs> very, yeah. They get bit, mad. A little bit touchy about that. There was a movie I used to watch or a TV show, one or the other, where... um Oh, it was Meet the Browns. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Tyler Perry's Meet the Browns. 
I know who. Yes, yeah, I have Titan, seen. Yeah. yeah, and he. They have a show with Mr. Brown where one day this little boy and, and their son were, were playing, and they got in a little argument. The boy left, said he was going to bring his dad. <laughs> they said, "Bring your dad." And the dad came to the door, and that always scares me whenever I whenever I say something to another kid because nowadays parents will walk up to your door and say, what would you say to my kid? Yeah. Oh, my And Lord. then that's even more terrifying yeah, for the exactly. kid. <laughs> um, they don't really – they don't no. – I mean, they don't really want to yeah. be conf- confronted now yeah, <laughs> necessarily. Exactly. The survey also says 62% of kids ages 9 to 11 say they have been bullied. I still 100% believe that. I think that's higher than mm, 62. I think there's a lot more unreported. Yeah, has to be. There's no way. There has to be more. I think of almost everybody that I know has said that they were either bullied or I do know some that have said they were the bully. Yeah. And they felt bad. You know, now that they're adults, they're like, man, I was such a jerk. Yeah. You know, but and we didn't really call it that then. No, no. Because I'm older than you. Yeah. You know, so they we they didn't call it bullying. Yeah. It was called teasing yeah. or picking on somebody. It didn't have that voice. No. Uh, or that name, that label. Yeah. And now that I look back, when I used to tell people, oh, I, I just, I got teased my whole life. I didn't get teased. Yeah. I was straight up bullied. Yeah. And I think the most frightening thing was when my mom would say, well, do you want me to go up to the school and say something? And oh, yeah. My parents used to do that all the time. That is, Ugh. and that, that's where I think that if any parents are listening, that is not necessarily the answer unless it's something super violent. I mean, yeah. did you have to get involved? Yeah. But if it's name calling and it's just, you know, picking on them, not, your, your, your child is going to shut down and not tell yeah. you anymore. Exactly. If it continues to happen yeah. or, or if it keeps happening, if you threaten to go up and talk yeah. to the parents or talk to the kid or talk to the principal yeah. or talk to the teacher because they think that they're just going to get retaliated against even more. Yeah. And they will. Yeah, exactly. And going back on to you were saying how the bullies were admitted to being bullied. 21% of kids nine ages 9 to 11 admit to bullying others. And, you know, honestly, but me personally, I believe that the bullies that are bullying now were bullied. I, Some I, of them, at least. I, I think so, too. Um, and or they suffer from extremely low self-esteem. Yeah. And they don't think very highly of themselves. Yeah. They, they bully to make themselves feel better. If they can put yeah. someone else down or make someone else feel bad about themselves, yeah. it makes them feel better. Yeah. So really... Whoever's doing the bullying, they're really the one with the issues. Yeah, definitely. Whatever they're picking on you about mm-hmm. has, it is probably what their flaw is. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we created this podcast because we believe these topics need to be talked about and these topics need to be known. And we're trying to help find a way to create positivity and change this. Um, the article also says that 58% don't know what to do. 46% fear they will make things worse. 43 say they're afraid to get hurt, and 37 are afraid others will make fun of them. Wow. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah. These are our children. Exactly. I mean, we're we're going to have an entire generation of kids with, like, PTSD when they get older. Yeah, who are afraid. Who are so scared of everything. Yeah. Not to mention all the other craziness in the world that has nothing to do with bullying. You, But you couple all of that together. Yeah. So you're going to talk about now, we're going to talk about the girls for a little bit. You're going to talk about the girls for a little bit. I am going to talk about girls for a little bit. Um, Girls, um, I have two girls. I have one that's 21 and one that's four. So I've been through the whole uh, adolescence, teenage 
puberty years with a, with a daughter. <laughs> it is as for as a, from a parent standpoint, it is an extremely trying time because you go from a real sweet, loving little princess uh, to a raging, yeah. <laughs> crazy girl. That's how the little one is. My the four year old. Oh my lord, she goes from nice to mean. Between about the age of twelve and twenty yeah. is when girls have literally the roughest years when they need the most. And sometimes girls get stuck in a certain pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. So for better or for worse, the mean girl thing feels like it works. So if the mean girl, if it works, then they, they get stuck in that behavior pattern. Yeah. They have friends. They're never alone. And the other kids seem to look up to them like the popular girls typically sometimes are the mean girls. And when girls get stuck in a negative pattern of behavior, they don't necessarily see the repercussions of their choices. Yeah. That's because true. Because they, they haven't lost any friends over it. Yeah. They gain popularity maybe from it. Yeah. So they don't see any repercussions of their choices. Yeah. And that's not great at all. So if you, have a, if you are a girl um, who is being bullied... Um, I think that you need to have an open or if you are a girl that's being bullied, I think some things that might um, help you is number one, I know everyone says ignore it and it's hard. It is very hard. It is so hard. Yeah. But trust me. Yeah. I'll go back to an analogy really quick with my two older kids because my son loved to get a rise out of my daughter. Huh. So he would say something specifically because yeah. he knew he'd get a reaction from yeah. her. And it made him, and he liked it. He would make him laugh or huh. whatever, just to pick on her and get her, something out yeah. of her. And so I always told my daughter, Sabrina, <laughs> don't respond. Huh. Don't react. If yeah. you stop reacting, They'll he'll stop. stop doing it. Yep. It's not fun to pick on someone who doesn't react. At all. If, if there's no reaction or they just turn around and walk away or they just look and you go, whatever. I mean, it takes all of their ammo away. Yeah, exactly. All of it. Yeah. So it, I'm not saying ignore it, like, you know, don't tell anybody. I'm not saying that kind of ignore it. I'm just saying just simply try Yeah. to not, to take away their ammunition. Yeah. If you start crying, that that's the reaction they're probably, they're wanting. Yeah. If you get upset or you get mad or your face turns red or, yeah. you know, you go stomping off, <clears throat> they know they've got you. Yes, they and do. it is so hard to do because when you're a child, that yeah. is your reality. Yeah. And and it's embarrassing if they do it in front of other people. Oh, yeah. So you want to get back at them. So, you you know, so sometimes you, or you don't even know what to do. Yeah. And that's when they start crying. Yeah. Or, you know, storm off or whatever. But that person still got the reaction. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's really tough for girls because as it is different for guys. Yeah. Um, as far as society. On what girls should look like. Yeah. You know, if they should be thin, they should be pretty, you know, petite, not do this, not do that. Yeah. Oh, my word. It. I mean, it really, society puts a lot of pressure on girls to be perfect. Yeah. And there are no perfect people. No. Not even the airbrushed supermodels that are on the covers of the magazines that they crop their pictures and airbrush them and and, uh, Photoshop them till they look perfect. Yeah. And so young girls see these covers of these magazines and they think that's perfection. That's what beauty is. That's, you know, what it is. And then the mean girls would like to point out every one of your flaws. Yeah. Or everything they perceive Mm -hmm. to be a flaw. Yeah. And my mom always taught me growing up. She's like, because I don't mean to be personal, (laughs) but I have a 
large rear end. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I got teased really, really okay. bad for having a big butt. Okay. And so, and they would, you know, call me Crisco because oh, it was fat in the can and all this. I mean, it. Yeah. Tr- trust me, they'd make up all these rhymes to go with it. And, oh, goodness. You know, so my mom told me one day, she's like, you just need to turn around and ask them, did you get to pick yeah. what size, you know, rear end you had? Did you get to pick what size nose you got? What yeah. color eyes you have? Exactly. What color your skin is? Did you get to pick all of that prior to being born? Yeah. No, no she one else did either. There. Yeah. You just are who you are, which yeah. is why I say when you say I am enough, you're just enough by yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, I think for the girls on this podcast, um, I would like for you to do like a little report card um, and rate yourself how you, how you see yourself. But the report card needs to focus on like, your soft skills, like, are you kind? Are you empathetic? Do you like to help others? Do you have positive social skills? Keep it simple, yeah. but write down things that are not physical features. Okay, that's interesting there. Not physical features, yeah. just things about you in a report card. How are you on all of these different subjects? Are you empathetic to other people? Do you truly care? Are you kind to people? Um and keep a scorecard yeah. and maybe, you know, c- compliment a friend. If you see one of your friends has a really cute shirt on, say, oh, my word, your shirt's so cute. Yeah. You don't know what that one little tiny compliment oh, yeah. will do. And then your your report card will go up a grade. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, um, I, w- I worked out one day about two months ago. And within that day, I heard someone tell me, have you lost weight? You look really good. Let me tell you, I've been in that gym every day since I exactly. worked out that one day. And you and they probably did not know one bit how no. much that would motivate exactly. you and how much it meant to you. Exactly. Words are very strong. Words are strong. And especially if you see someone being bullied. Yeah. I know it is super duper hard. It is. To go over and confront that person for that oh, yeah. other person. But even just walking over and say, come on, you yep. know, come with me. Yeah. You don't need to listen to that. Yeah. You know help help rescue you know yeah, someone exactly. if you see it help a friend that's in need in anything not just bullying but working on your your on your personal report card of empathy and kindness and helping others and positive social skills you know help a friend in need it doesn't have to be a big need no yeah if someone needs a pencil you, you have an extra one you offer a pencil i mean it's just the kind things that you do for people small things yeah. that mean so much yeah. You know, invite someone into your group. If you have a group of friends, and this is really, really prevalent with girls too. Oh, yeah. Lots of clicks, lots yeah, little clicky yeah. groups. You've got the the you know, the athletic girls, the nerd girls, mm-hmm. the popular girls. There trust me, every school oh, has yeah. their groups. Yeah. Well, if you see someone who just seems like a you know, alone or a loner or someone that you may not know but seems like they're just kinda lost a little bit, yeah. Invite them into your group. Yeah. That's it might be the, the nicest, coolest know. person. That is what my very best friend did for me. Okay. And it's just a real short story. Yeah. Um, I went to private school my whole life. Okay. Until I got to the point where I've told my parents that if they sent me back to school, um, that I was going to kill myself. Wow. That I couldn't take it another day. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my goodness, you know, we've paid all this money for your education <laughs> all these years and we've sacrificed. Yeah. And they were not happy. Yeah. And I said... Well, 
okay, I understand that and I appreciate it. Yeah. I had a great education. Yeah. I said, but would you rather have an unhappy daughter gone mm. <laughs> or would you rather have a happy daughter who's still living and okay. give her a chance? Yeah. You know, yeah. to try public school. Yeah. I figured there'd be more of a field <laughs> of people that oh, I yeah. could identify with instead of the same kids you've gone to school. It was like a K through eight school. Yeah, so it's like the same yeah. kids so the same every year, over. all along. Yeah. You know. And there were some that just made it unbearable for me. Yeah. And so my mom and dad relented uh, okay. halfway through my ninth grade year. So this was after Christmas break. Okay. So school year had already been in a half. Yeah. So I literally knew no one. Huh. My first day of school, scared to death. Yeah. In a public school, never been to a public school. It was, you know, eight times bigger yeah, than my little private now, school. Yeah. And I went to a Popka High School as well. Okay. Cool. Um, so I was just wandering around the lunchroom and everyone already had their tables. Yeah. The groups they sat with at exactly. lunch, and I was the newbie with no one to sit with. Yeah. So I was walking around with my tray looking lost. Yeah. And my best friend, Teresa, who now is still my very best friend okay. after 30 plus years. Look at that. Um, walked up to me and said, do you need somewhere to sit? Yeah. And I said, oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, yes, please. And all of those girls that were sitting at that table are all still a friends or at least acquaintances yeah. of mine to this day. Yeah. And she's my number one. She's been my ride or die all these years. And she just went, she's just that kind of a person. Okay. But that's what I'm talking about. It changed my life. Yeah. As cliche as that sounds. Yeah. But I suddenly had friends. I suddenly didn't feel alone. I suddenly found acceptance. Most Yeah. Well, I mean. It, Which is what I was escaping yeah. from. Yeah. I didn't find or feel like I found acceptance. Yeah. And I found acceptance and she reached out to me because she mm. saw me wandering around by myself. Yeah. And that's why I say, you know, invite people in oh, yeah. because you don't ever know what anyone's going through. No, at all. And use kind words. Yeah. That's I, the simplest thing you could do. Use kind words. Just be kind. Yeah. Even if, even to the bully. Yeah. There's a saying, kill them with kindness. Exactly. That's because it works. <laughs> it's very true. If you're being kind back to them, it kind of takes, again, the wind out of their sails. Yeah. They have no ammunition to yeah. to keep going. And another one I think of is listening. Yeah. Listen to your friends. Yeah. Listen to other people. If they're telling you, listen, I'm being bullied. Take, take note to that. Listen to what they're yeah. telling you. Yeah. You know, if you have a friend who says, I'm feeling, you know, I feel like I just want to kill myself. I just don't want to be here anymore. And sometimes they don't say kill themselves because they, yeah. they don't have the words. Yeah. But they'll say, I am so done. I am, <laughs> you know, I'm so over it. I can't do oh, this yeah. anymore. You have to listen. Yeah. Listening is huge. Listen to to each other. Yeah. Even the grown-ups need to start doing that. Yeah. Yeah. The grown-ups need to listen to each other, too. Yep. Very and true. And the grown-ups and parents need to listen to the children Definitely. and not think that it's being exaggerated. No, yeah. And however that child is feeling, their perception is their reality. Yeah. So whether you agree or not doesn't matter. No. How they perceive it is reality to them. Yeah. And you've got to take them at their word. Exactly. So I just think, you know, for the little report card for the girls, I think, you know, just you, you it's you, you're doing your own report card. Yeah. But be honest with yourself. Are yeah. there some of these areas that you could do better in? Exactly. And that you could help make a little bit of a difference. It, it can be a real eye opening experience. And sometimes just the act of sitting down and talking about the subtle ways we relate to help to others helps them see how their own behavior can affect other girls. 
That's exactly right. Um, and we they can reach you. All the girls can reach you personally at the same email, positive 3 at gmail.com, right? Absolutely. If you have any questions, yeah. if you want me to um, give you like a little sample report card yeah. or something like that, I'll send you one. Um, if you just want to reach out to me, if you need to talk to me, yeah. um, I am... A mom too. Yeah. So, but I will also give friend advice. Definitely. Just because you're a kid, a child, a teenager, a young adult. An adult. Everybody. An adult. I will treat you as my equal. Yes. I will not talk down to you. I will talk to you just as a person because that's what you are. Definitely. All right. Now I'm going to take a little turn and we're going to talk about the boys. Yes. So, I am a guy. <laughs> Right. And yes. we are going to talk about us for a little bit. So all the guys that are listening, we, you know, we're, I hardly find, or well, I'm probably sure they're out there, but I hardly find girls that bully. I rarely see them. They're out there. They bully each other. Exactly. They don't but typically they don't bully boys. Go, exactly. So in the boy realm, I've seen it. I've dealt with it and I've even become one at one point. Um, and I only have two things to tell you, and this is going to be the most important thing about bullying and about getting out of it. If you are getting bullied, seek friends that you can trust. And if you don't have any friends, seek help. It is as simple as that. And believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself, I know we spoke on it earlier, but this is specifically for the boys and young guys and adults. And every guy out there that is listening to this podcast, just... You know, take up for yourself. We're guys, you know, and this is for everyone out there. Just be positive and positive will come. Seeking help is one of the biggest things you can do. I mean, because sometimes you're not always going to have friends, right? Honestly. And it's, and it's the hardest thing I think for guys to do. Yeah, it is. It's very hard to seek help. I know when I was getting bullied, I didn't tell anyone. I thought of it as something, you know, that you don't I was kind of embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I was embarrassed until I became the bully. And of course, I had to learn to not do that because I was just lowering my standards to those who were bullying. Um, and that's what it ends up being. Yeah. You end up lowering exactly. yourself. And then you don't realize it. No. So the bullies out there who are listening, if you're a bully, you don't have to be a bully. Honestly, you can be the nicest person you want to be, but you have to be that for you. You can flip the script so easy. Exactly. And be an advocate for the people oh, yeah. that are being bullied. And I bet you'd gain more respect than being a bully. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean to rain on your, no, on no. your guy parade. No, definitely. <laughs> so all the guys out there, I am available on this same keeping it positive three at gmail.com. You know, we're going to, we can talk. I can give you resources to reach out. You know, I know us guys don't like to reach out and don't like to do all those things, but let's talk. Let's, Let's talk like we're buddies. I will act like you're one of my best friends, and we'll talk about anything you need to talk about, and, you know, we'll just have a chill conversation. And don't worry about us ever talking about you no. on a future broadca- no, uh, yeah. podcast everything or anything. Everything is private. Everything, everything. is private. You Unless can... you want to be a host. Yeah. Unless you want to come up here. And, or a guest. Absolutely. Unless you want to come up here. Exactly. <laughs> but just so you know, anything that you do send us, questions, stories, anything that you reach out to us with, will remain confidential and exactly. we won't share it exactly. or tell anybody who you are or use names or anything like that ever. Yep. So we are coming down to the end of the podcast, but we do want to leave you with a challenge. So the challenge is 
I want you to write down some goals and dreams on a note card or anything that you will see every day and stick it somewhere. What do you think about that one? Perfect. I think that they and they can start. They don't have to be big, lofty goals no, like no. you want to be an astronaut you yeah. know, or something. No, think it realistic. Can be, but even as small as I want yeah. to make a new friend this week. Exactly. Or I want to find someone yeah. to, you know, I want to read a book this week. I want to, f- yeah. uh, for pleasure instead of just for school yeah. or, yeah. that may sound a little corny to no, the kids, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> I miss reading a book a week. I'm so yeah. busy. <laughs> But, you know, your personal goal, something that would mean something to you, something you'd like to achieve in the short term. You can make long-term ones, too. Oh, yeah. But I think these are short-term. Yeah, and something that you can set a realistic date. Realistic date. Yeah. So that is what I want you to do. I want you to set a realistic date. You know, something that, for example, if you have a test coming up or the FSA for some kids, um, is the FCAT around anymore? I don't think the FCAT's around. I don't know. <laughs> so any testing you have, SAT, um, college, college, excuse me college exams, anything you have coming up or want to set a goal about, set it, set a realistic date and push yourself towards it. Um, I also want to add in there that, you know, something I do personally, and you don't have to do this, but you can do something similar is do something nice every day. Random act of kindness. Random act of kindness. It doesn't have to be nothing crazy. It doesn't have to be paying for someone's food in front of you either. You, You know, if these are... Me as an adult could afford probably to do that, yeah. but children typically can't. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many times, every single time I walk into a convenience store or yeah. walk in somewhere where there's a door, I open, I hold the door open for whoever's behind me. Yeah. I don't care if it's a child, man, woman. No, yeah. I, it doesn't matter. And the men give me the strangest looks. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, confused. oh, you're welcome. And, and, and their face lights up. Yeah. And it's something that simple. Oh, yeah. Is holding the door open. Yeah. Because women, a lot of women, mm-hmm. expect a man to hold yeah. the door open for That's her. That's how it's been for years. It, right. Yeah. The old chivalrous you yeah, know, thing. Yeah. And but, so, but I open it for everybody. And guys, I guess, are so used you to not yeah. having anyone doing that for them that they're shocked. Yeah. But this huge smile comes across the <laughs> face. Huge. And it's yeah. just so funny. And I go on with my day yeah. and I probably feel just as good as them oh, or yeah. better. Yeah. Like for example, today I bought a cheeseburger cause I was trying to rush cause I didn't have dinner. And, um, you know, I knew I didn't need it cause I had meals p- planned for me. So what I did was I was pulling out of the parking lot and I seen a lady on the side of the road with three kids and she had a sign saying something about how she lost her job and she needs money to feed her kids. I went up to her and I said, listen, this is all I have. Split it. You know, here's this is for your kids and for you. I know you're hungry. I as simple that, as that. I do that all the time. And yeah. I did that when my older kids were little. Yeah. This man was staying on the side of the road with, you know, really hungry. Please help. Yeah. And we were on our way to Burger King. Yeah. To go get food. Yeah. And so I went through drive through. I got burger fries I got a whole meal for this guy and the kids are like what are you doing I'm like we're gonna go buy that man some food yeah they were so excited oh yeah and my son my son's like roll down the window put go on my side so I can give it to him and so he rolls his window down he's excuse me sir he's like we have food for you the guy started crying and he ripped open that food and he was eating and I told my kids that day this was many years ago many I said everyone deserves to eat yeah I mean, I go crazy I, if I, I haven't eaten in a couple of hours, but... I get hangry. Ma- yeah, exactly. 
Um, but, but, but just little. Yeah. But it could have meant so the world little. to those people. Yeah. So a even a cup of water is right. impacting them. Yeah, it shows them that, you know, there's always going to be a better tomorrow, which brings me back to my nonprofit. You know, tomorrow, today wasn't great. Okay, we get it. Tomorrow, you have another chance to live. You have another chance to be happy. You have another chance to succeed in life. You have another chance to get that job. You have another chance to do anything you put your mind to. You do. And you have, every, you know, we're all going to have bad days. Yeah. Not all, day, all days are going to be, you know, rainbows and unicorns. It's just not yeah. reality. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're allowed to cry. You're allowed to, you know, get upset. Yeah. Pound your pillow a little bit. Yeah. But you get right back up. You adjust your little crown and you keep on going. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're all going to have bad days. Yeah, exactly. But you have the chance and the opportunity every single day to (coughs) change your, the way people relate to you. Like I said, yeah, you know, just to some of the little helpful things we said today. And I'm going to push you just a little bit more on his challenge. Um, when you write down your goal, no matter how small or how simple, that doesn't matter. Post your accomplishment on our page. The Travis Timmons. A better tomorrow. A better tomorrow starts, <laughs> starts today. today. <laughs> and you can also, what you can also do is celebrate. I always like to say celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Every little thing. Every little thing. Every I just fight. got a haircut. Let's go celebrate. Let's go celebrate. I'm, I'm down. We just finished our podcast. <laughs> Woohoo! You know, everything you need to celebrate because those little things will turn into big things. Right. And you can also, um, whenever you go to um, <clears throat> to our uh, Facebook page, um, you can also uh, give us uh, topics of, uh, of things that you'd like us to talk on a future broadcast or a future podcast. Yes, exactly. So give us ideas or anything that you find of interest or that you might need some help with. We both do research before exactly. we come in here. We both, you know, are want to give you good, solid answers and advice and help. So if there's anything specific that you really feel like we could do to help you, drop that on our exactly. on our Facebook page yeah. as well. Or email us if you don't feel like. Or email, keepingitpositive3 yeah. at gmail.com. Exactly. So, you know, this is what we're here to do. We're here to keep it positive, but we're also here to tackle topics that we believe are in the young adults, youth kids and adults in the world really right absolutely i don't think it matters what language or what you go to so until then don't forget to keep keep it it positive. positive